teachers. I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. How are you? I hope that you are having a great day, no matter where you are. Maybe you're in the car or doing dishes. And I just wanted to say really quickly before we dive in that I may sound a little out of breath (laughs) in this episode and some other episodes that I'm recording today, and that's because I am 30 weeks pregnant, and if you didn't know, now you know, (laughs) and I just seem to be out of breath all the time in our coaching calls, (laughs) walking around the house. And if you've had children yourself, you just, you know what I mean. So if I sound a little breathy or a little bit like I'm gasping for air, it's just because I can't talk quite as fast as I normally do. So I don't know, maybe this is a good thing. (laughs) So I'm due, yes, I'm due at the end, near the end of April. So I'm nearing the end and we are very, very excited. So today... I want to talk about something that I'm super passionate about. If you've attended any of my webinars or you're on my email list and you know that that is marketing. Recently, I've seen so many posts in Facebook groups, including my own Facebook community, about how teachers are spinning their wheels looking for new students and they're not finding them. And I, first of all, I know it's hard. I know it's stressful, especially when you are dependent on your income as a music teacher. And even though it's been almost a year since the pandemic started, it's still happening and it's still really a challenging time for teachers and for some of our families. So getting new students can just feel like a chore, a challenge, and it can really get you down if you don't have systems in place. So today I wanna share with you three mistakes that I see among teachers online. And as you know, I work with teachers inside the Teach Music Online membership. And so in our coaching sessions, I work through a lot of these quote unquote mistakes that I see teachers making. And these are ones that I just see happening over and over again, not just among teachers I coach, but as I mentioned, I observe them in communities as well. Before we dive into the three mistakes, I wanted to share a review from one of our TMO students, and this is from Tara. Tara lives in the UK. She said, Carly is an excellent mentor, a wealth of knowledge and very approachable and accommodating in supporting members in different time zones. Teach Music Online is such a beneficial peer community for anyone looking to build confidence and competence teaching music online. I look forward to exploring my membership and developing my skills and my studio. Highly recommended. Tara is an amazing member. She actually comes on a lot of our coaching calls, even though she's in a different time zone. And I I really love watching her transition. She actually has been teaching in public schools in her area, and she is leaving that, and she is starting from scratch her piano studio. And it's been really fun to watch her get her tech set up already and gain or create the curriculum that she wants for her students. So I love sharing that just because I think some people don't realize you can start from scratch if you want to create an online business. You don't have to have anything before really creating a thriving online studio. Let's dive into three marketing mistakes that maybe you are making. (laughs) First of all, we all make mistakes and 
it's okay because we can learn from our mistakes and we can learn from the success of successes of others and what is truly working in the online marketing world right now because it's always changing. So we have to stay current. Mistake number one is relying on referrals. Is this you? <laughs> this may have worked for you previously. Maybe you've been teaching for 30 years in your community and you always had students and then maybe you even had a wait list. Well, when you, when you switch online, it doesn't work the same way. Referrals don't come every week or every month because it's just a little bit different when you are online. I think one of the biggest things is when you're online, people don't have the same connection with you without knowing you or learning about you and your on learning about you online and learning about how you teach. When you get a referral from a friend or a family member, it is so trusted and so valuable. We still want to get them, but I don't want you to be reliant on them. Also, you need to consider that competition is a little bit different when you're online. So maybe referrals are being sent your way and then somebody Googles your name and they can't find anything about you online. So what do they do next? They look for the next teacher that teaches online or somebody who has an online presence. So it's just a little bit more challenging because it's not, it's not that it's more challenging, it's just different. It's a different landscape when you create an online studio. And there are some simple solutions to overcome that, but I don't want you relying on referrals. I don't want you playing the waiting game, and I want you to take control over student recruitment. So something that I teach is called studio or student referral events. And what I help teachers do is create quarterly referral events that helps them expand their network of students. So as you expand those who know you and know what you teach, you gain more students. And that can be done through studio referral events. So that's the first mistake, relying on referrals. Don't wait around for them. They're still very, very valuable. And often our best students come from referrals, but I just don't want you relying on them. Mistake number two is confusing our audience with clutter. So first of all, by audience, I mean anybody who sees you online. That is when you make a post. That is when you send emails. Anybody who you are sending information about your studio, this also includes referrals that you're getting who are looking you up, who are Googling you, looking for you on Facebook, Instagram, wherever they look to learn about you. I see so many, more often than not, websites that are so cluttered teachers. Old photos, mixed messaging, no studio tagline. The branding just is almost non-existent, non-existent for most teachers. So if you have a website that's cluttered or, or photos that are old, outdated, or no photos at all, then you may be getting referrals and then they don't do anything because they get to your website and they don't like it <laughs> or they get lost or they start reading they start reading through your studio policy and they don't read it because it's way too long. So I need you to seriously take a look or have someone else look at your branding for you and give you, give you some tips. And you need to find someone who's going to be very blunt and 
truly help you, who has some experience with those things versus like your husband or a son or daughter who may not want to tell you that you need to redo your website. So why why is it important to be clear in our messaging? There are so many ads online all day long <laughs> and our potential students and or adults, students or parents of students, they are inundated with a lot of information. So your leads or people that are learning about you can get lost in the cracks if you are not able to capture their attention and convince them that they need to take lessons from you. All that needs to be done is some simplifying. It doesn't need to be months and months of you rewriting or redoing your website. I don't want you to to think that way. I want you to think about simplifying and getting clear on who you are, what you teach, and why somebody should be taking lessons from you. So that we can then create an online presence that shines and that's not confusing. We don't want to confuse people because what happens is, okay, so this is what I see all the time. Teachers are spinning their wheels, frustrated that they're not getting new students, okay? And then I say, okay, well, send me your website and your Facebook business page. Let me see, you know, what you have. And I hear, well, I don't have a Facebook business page. Okay, so that's rule number one with marketing for your studio. You need one because how else else are they going to learn about you? In addition to that, you need a website. So then they send me a website that's done through my music staff. Okay, well, that's okay if the person already knows you and trusts you, but compared to a lot of other teachers with websites, I I don't know that I would go much further than that. I wouldn't contact you or reach out to you for lessons if I was a potential student because I'm not impressed, okay? We need to impress our potential students. We need to show them visually and with words what a great teacher you are. Is that going to take some time? Yes, it's going to take some time. And so many teachers, when they come into the Teach Music Online course, they want to just get new students. And they sometimes they skip phases zero through two. So I have four phases or four modules that are very intensive and very step-by-step that that walk you through exactly the how to how to build this strong foundation so that when you start marketing and spending a lot of time on marketing it actually works and you don't you're not wasting all this time sending people to your website and then they don't do anything because you your website's too old or they don't they don't learn when they come to your website So let's stop confusing our audience with clutter and get clear on our messaging, get clear on our branding. Let's stop scaring people away with long studio policies. And trust me, I've heard all of the excuses in the entire world (laughs) for why we have to put that in our policy. We have to put that in our form. Okay, you can have a long studio policy still, but you need to have a summary at the top. I'm going off on a tangent. (laughs) But that's okay. Um, Your studio policy can, you can have it be detailed, but it needs to be readable. And also, it does not need to be on your website. This is something I send to students after I get somebody who's interested reach out to me. Then, when they are interested and they've already been impressed by me, I will let them know about my policies. And if I have certain policies that are important, those ones are at the top. Or I go over those on the phone. They don't need, it doesn't need to be this 
five-page policy. I think it should be one. Okay, mistake number three is spending money on ads. As I mentioned, we see ads everywhere, online, all day long, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Facebook. I, in the last few years, haven't ads just become so, they're just in our face and we've become very, very used to them. And so I don't blame you, first of all, if you think that running ads could be the solution. Because we see other ads and a lot of the times those ads work and we might click through and we might buy something because we see an ad. While ads are a fantastic way to get eyes on your studio, I would never suggest this to a teacher who is trying to build their studio online from the ground up. There is so much that you can do before you start running ads that will get you some momentum and get you students. So then later on, when you are building out your studio, maybe you're hiring teachers or you're selling courses, you're monetizing in other ways, you have a well-branded studio so that you then know how to run ads. If you are just starting out or you are in this like financial situation where you just need new students, the answer is not ads. Running ads is not easy. It takes a lot of time to come up with ads that are convincing that actually get people to click on your ad. So is it something that you should consider in the future? Absolutely. Is it going to be right now? No. But if you've established your studio, you have clear branding, you're getting new leads, and you want to ramp up, then I'd suggest talking to an ads manager and getting tips on us and and getting getting a specific plan for ads for your studio. Until then, just don't spend money on ads. There are so many other ways, so many other ways that you can build a machine that brings you new students. Okay. So now that I've told you all of the mistakes that I see teachers making, what marketing solutions are actually working for music teachers? I want to share just a a few quick tips. Inside the membership program that I run, it's a one-year, it's a 12-month membership. So it's a 12-month commitment because of what I mentioned before. I help you build that foundation so that you can then market. I go into, into a lot of depth with the these tips I want to give you right now with video tutorials and I also okay so I'm going to be sharing I want I want to share with you five tips for marketing these are just going to be really quick and in the membership I actually have copy and paste marketing so that you can replicate this for your own business because I know it takes a lot of time to think of how to market yourself So here are five quick tips, and I think these will be really helpful just to get you thinking beyond the mistakes that we just went over. Number one is to create an online presence with Facebook and a website. People need ways to learn about you. And if you don't have anything online right now, it can be as simple as creating a Facebook business page and creating a couple of posts I also teach that and I have an an episode coming out in the next month about content ideas for Facebook. So you can look forward to that. Tip number two is to spread the word to family and friends that you're online. This is often a step that teachers skip. They just start posting stuff and they haven't even invited those in their circle of influence 
that they're online. They haven't even, or they haven't even invited them to learn about their studio. And I'm not saying ask your friends to take lessons from you. You're just spreading the word. You're letting them know, hey, did you know I'm now teaching guitar online? Do you know anyone that might be looking for a guitar teacher? A lot of the time people know. I I also want you to reach out to former students. So make a list of all your former students. I actually have a teacher right now. Her name's Nicole and she's a violin teacher. And she sent me an email the other day and said, okay, I'm working through this right now in the membership. And I have a list of, I think she said 96 former students and like parents. And she said, how do I do this? So we kind of walked through some good ways that she could reach out to all of those people. I don't, obviously you're not going to send a bulk email to 96 people because I want you to make it personal and actually actually can reconnect with people. So don't send out a bulk email to everybody you know. <laughs> okay, tip number three is to post in Facebook groups about your studio to increase awareness. So join and post in Facebook groups that are in your area. So you could start with Facebook groups like buy and sell groups, mom groups, running groups. Please be aware of their rules. Some of them don't allow pr- promotional posting. But what I often would do was reach out to the admin for that group and ask them for permission and they'll often give you permission. You just need to ask for permission or find out if there's one day a week that they allow for posts like that. Tip number four is to incorporate studio referral events at least once per quarter. This is also to broaden your network and increase how many people know you and what you do. Tip number five is to collaborate with other businesses and teachers. Create relationships with other businesses either in your area or not. And I should add to that joining teacher directories. Okay, those were were really quick. But I do want to get you thinking about how to to make this long-term, not just a sprint. We want, to, we want to be smart about marketing. We want to build systems. We want to build a foundation that is so rock solid so that when a pandemic hits, you are not, you're not freaking out. But you have a foundation. You have a group of people. You have a, an online presence. And I want to add that all of the skills that you are learning and, and creating for yourself are so valuable They are so valuable. You are going to be able to do so much more as a studio owner as far as marketing. And I mean, from creating graphics to becoming a better writer, to learning how to connect with people, to reaching out to people, to getting out of getting out of your comfort zone. These are all really amazing skills that a lot of people wish that they had. So again, a lot of the tips I just covered, I go into depth inside my course program slash membership. (laughs) I want you to have success with your business teachers. I want you to have a straight path that removes the guessing game. So if you're ready to work hard, but you're always asking yourself, what should I do next? Then that's, that's what this Teach Music Online membership is for. This matters This, meaning your studio and your finance, your financial situation, it matters too much for you to be looking for answers in random places or spending hours searching Facebook groups for solutions. We can do that for a little while. And if you have a lot of spare time, maybe maybe it will work for you. But I've just created this place to curate information, 
to create content that actually gets you results and to give you a community to support you along the way. I want to know what changes you are going to make in your studio marketing. What did you hear today that made you think, oh, that's what I should be doing or that's what I should not be doing? Will you do me a huge favor and shoot me an email? You can find me at teachmusiconline at gmail.com. Teachmusiconline at gmail.com. I would love, and I'm serious, I would love to connect with you and I want to hear how you plan to market yourself as an online teacher. Or I would love to hear what's working for you. Are you getting new inquiries? Is your studio growing? Is there something that's working really well that you want to share with me? Reach out to me. And if you haven't already watched my master class, I have a one hour free class on marketing. And this is where I can really show you visually how you can increase your income without spending any money on ads. You don't need to worry about that. There are things you can do. So if you haven't taken that class yet or you want to take it again, you just go to the website, my website, which is teachmusic.online forward slash training. And you can sign up. I run them every single day. This was such a fun episode. Thanks for joining me today. And I hope to see you guys in my free masterclass. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in. With 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings, and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast to the 10x level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.